name is Inigo Montoya. Hello, Marion. Indiana Jones. Hello. Use the false loop. What's your job, Marlo? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What's up now? Spider friends. Go for it. Transform and roll out. And all forms the head. That's what she said. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerd Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we're going to be talking about scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, appropriate. Halloween's just right around the corner. Yeah, we figured it's October. It's Halloween, the month of Halloween. We should talk about some of the movies that scared us as a child, or as teenagers, or even as adults. Yeah. Well, I just saw... Um, Halloween over the weekend, Jamie Lee Curtis, and uh, surprisingly, the the Rotten Tomatoes score was really higher than I thought it was going to be. I think it was maybe eighty two percent Rotten Tomatoes. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, this and you know I've said this before in the in the in my movie theater and stuff. Uh, it's never packed, never sold out. This thing was sold out, and I actually like we had we were there like an hour early and like no no you have to wait online there's a sold out film I was like I was like shocked I'm like wow you gotta be kidding me it was packed I could not believe how many people hit this film so this is now this is a considered a sequel like a real sequel to the first Halloween movie not like all the other sequels we had right yeah this one I think tied a lot closer to the original film uh back what was that like late 70s when that one came out or something uh so I don't think you really needed to see the first one to really know it because it's, I mean, I don't really remember the first one that well, but it, it was enough to get by. So, but they do reference a lot of, you know, the history with, with, uh, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis's character and, um, what's his name? Michael Myers and stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, the killer. Yeah. Yeah. The killer. So it, it was done well. It was done well. But from my audience point of view, I think there were like a few jump moments and stuff, but I didn't feel it. You know, like they would jump and I was looking around like, well, was I supposed to be scared at that point? <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, because, the, you know, like slasher films don't really bother me. You know, like, like it, you know, that clown guy, those things don't bother me. Actually, like, you know, my daughter in, in that time, period was like two years ago and it came out and in my town, people were dressing up like clowns and, you know, trying to scare people and the little kids were getting frightened and, and my daughter said, oh, what if we see a clown? I said, oh, I really hope so, because I want to get out of the car and beat the snot out of him. Uh, so those kind of things don't really bother me. It's more the supernatural stuff that really messes with my head. Right. Well, as you know, I'm not a big fan of the jump scare movies to the point yeah. where I don't go see them. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not a, fair, a fan of horror movies in general. Like, I didn't go see it, and it was huge. Um, I saw it when it was a TV thing back in the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I enjoyed that. I actually enjoyed that, it, uh, but I had the desire to see this it. So yeah, I make my rule not to go to the kind of kind of the scary jump scare movies. I didn't go see a Quiet Place, even though you told me it wasn't one of those kind of movies. Uh, it's just not my wheelhouse. I don't, I'm not one of those people that enjoys being frightened. Right. And a lot of people like that, but I don't. Uh, well, I have a question talk- for you. Was there something when maybe when you were a kid that that turned you off of of that genre? Well, it was funny because when we were talking about doing this topic of scary movies, I was like. Well, I don't go to see scary movies, but then I really thought about it. I'm like, 
as a kid, I saw a lot of scary movies. <laughs> and I don't know, like, most of them, I never went to the theater to see them, but it was this thing where, like, Saturdays and Sundays, if I was bored, there was, you know, you know if you remember WPIX and WNYW up in our area, Channel 5 and Channel 11, they would show movies all day Saturday, all day Sunday after, right. you know, after, and I would just probably sometimes just sit home and watch whatever was on, you know, that's how I got my love first, like, those kung fu movies and mm-hmm. The, the Abbott and Costello movies and the Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis movies. But I guess they would always show these at times they'd show horror movies. And I, I remember, you know, again, thinking about our topic and looking up some horror movies I've seen, they were all pretty much made in the early late seventies, early eighties. And I know I didn't see them in the theater, so I must've seen them on TV. Sure. And yeah, I, I, and looking at these things, there was some pretty freaking scary <laughs> that I had from some of these things. Um, yeah, Halloween is considered the first slasher film, and and the movies I want to talk to you about today, none of them are. Well, I guess they are kind of slashery. Okay. Uh, but one of them, one or two of them are definitely slasher type movies, uh, but the other ones are just more of the psychological freaking me out type of things. Oh yeah, sure, sure. And I, I know we're going to talk about it, but the scariest movie I ever saw, I saw it as an adult, and that was The Exorcist. I saw it as an adult mm-hmm. uh, in the in in my own home on DVD, and uh, it freaked me out bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> The Exorcist, I think, is one of those movies where today you almost ask anybody that has seen that movie would would you know definitively say that is one scary movie. You know, I don't know if anyone that's seen it and said eh, it was okay. No, that is the movie that was designed to to scare the crap out of you. Right, and it's not it's not a jump scare kind of fear. It's a because you know with a jump scare it's like boo ah and then you know you calm down, but. There for me in watching Exorcist, I was there was something fearful for the whole movie to the point where for like two days I couldn't sleep because it really I don't want to say questioned my faith in God, but it made me just question a lot of things because it's based on a true story, right? And, it, and even if half that stuff didn't happen to that little girl, you're still like, why would you know why would a why would God let something happen like like this to a little girl and and it, also just the way it's portrayed, it's like you really start to think that there's really kind of like physical manifestations of evil out there. Sure. And I, I, that's probably really the people. That's probably the first time we were actually exposed to maybe what evil is, you know, on like on a, on a, what a spiritual point of view, for example, it, it's, it's that first representation. And, and you see it happen to like a, a little girl who, Oh man, I'm just thinking about her face right now. It's freaking right. out. Now, did you see it as as a teenager, as a kid, back when it came out, or when did you see it? Okay, I remember my my first time watching this. I'll never forget it too because it scared the crap out of me. My brother and I we shared a bedroom. Um, it, it was bunk beds, and we had this small black and white TV, and he had it on. And my brother says to me, "Hey, don't watch this, right?" So. You know, I was on the top bunk, and obviously I'm watching the movie. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was a kid. I mean. Geez, when did I see this? I must have been, I don't know, six, seven years old or so. Um, it's real young. Yeah, it was really young. And, and oh my gosh, that movie, I mean, if it frightened you for three days, this thing probably frightened me for like years. <laughs> I mean, it was <laughs> it was absolutely petrifying watching that movie. I just remember, you know, it's one of those things where how Linda Blair's face and the thought of how what evil is and stuff, I mean, that just sat with me. I mean, talk about, you know, having this phobia of sleeping with the lights off and stuff. I mean, I mean, that stupid movie destroyed me. I mean, they even, uh, what was it, 
couple of years ago, was it like maybe late nineties, early two thousands? They they reissued the movie with like extra scenes. Did you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And they had the a commercial. Spider Walk was in it. Yeah. The Spider Walk. Holy crap! I saw the commercial and I saw the Spider Walk where she's, you know, backwards, upside down, going down the stairs. And just by the commercial alone, I said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm not watching that." And no, I, I just, I can't do it can't do it for the same reasons that you said the fact that based on a true story you know even it let's say five percent was correct holy crap i mean that's right. that's scary. well it, it, it's that it's that feeling of and like i said i saw it as an adult and of course i know evil exists in the world but you see it as kind of like like the hitler type of evil or, or things like that mm. and it's an awful thing but it's still people doing evil things this is just the corruption of innocence you know yeah and it's it's almost to the point where I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a in a weird way. It's a it's a, it's a it's a triumph of good over evil because the, the priest eventually banishes the demon, I believe, right? Yes. Um, but it's not presented like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you just you just sit there. You know, it's a powerlessness you feel toward toward it. Like there's nothing you can do. There is. But if, I mean, if you think about it, there really is something you can do, uh, you know, if, you know, regarding faith and things like that. But yeah, so that one really, really freaked me out um, for a few days. <laughs> I, I'm sure if I'd seen it at six or seven, I'd be scarred. <laughs> you know, it's funny during that time period too. There's a TV show called uh, "That's Incredible." Did you ever watch that TV oh, yeah, show? Oh yeah, back in the day. Yeah, they did freaky stuff. Sometimes. They did freaky stuff, and I remember there's one episode on "That's Incredible" where they're interviewing people that had died, and they're talking about like what was it, what was it like in the afterlife and stuff. And uh, the, this one person said, um, "I was in this field, and all I can see was like red, and there was a there was." You know, a good person and a bad person. The good person was just saying nice things, and the bad person just kept pushing them to the ground, pushing them to the ground. And I think she said, she said, um, I think she said like Jesus Christ or something like that. She she yelled it like seven times, and the seventh time she woke up. Right. So after watching that TV show, every time I would get scared, I would say Jesus Christ seven times, and I think I'd be okay. That's funny. Yeah. So yeah, The Exorcist. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. So another uh, another movie I remember seeing when I was a kid, and this, I, like, I just have scenes. I, I couldn't. I mean, I looked them up, but at the time, I couldn't remember what they were about. But I just remember certain scenes that freaked me out, mm-hmm. and for whatever reasons, they're, they're the name of the movie would stick in my head. So one was called Burnt Offerings, and Betty Davis was in it, and Oliver Reed, and I think her name's Karen Black, the actress. Okay. And I read, like I said, I read the synopsis, but until I read the synopsis, I had no idea what it was about. I don't, I didn't remember what it was about. I just remember the end scene, where um, basically it's a family. It's a, a, a husband, wife, and the son. The son's maybe early teens, and they, and they move to this house for the summer. And the only stipulation is there's an old lady that owns a house that is in like the master, the top bedroom, and just leave a plate of food out for her every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't don't try to talk to her or whatever. But as the movie goes on, and like accidents like happen, like the guy cuts his hand on a champagne bottle, and like a light that wasn't working suddenly starts to work, and then like the kid almost drowns in the pool, and, and you know something something else happens. So as these accidents happen, the house almost kind of gets like improved or better, you know. Oh. Um. So apparently it has something to do with the the, the house, you know, 
the house possessing uh, house winds up possessing the oh spoiler alerts by the way people are gonna we're gonna spoil all these movies. <laughs> but um so the house winds up possessing the mother and they're you know they 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 convince the, the father convinced the mother they they got to leave the house they gotta leave the house so they pack up and they're in the car and she goes she just wants to the mother says i'm just gonna leave and tell the you know the old lady upstairs we're leaving and and give her our phone number but then the mother never comes out so the father goes up to go get her and he goes to that room that's supposed to go and he knocks on the door and he goes in and he's talking to the old lady he's calling he's like have you seen my wife where's my wife answer me da- damn it or whatever uh-huh. and spins you and the back the lady's got a back to her she's sitting in the chair he spins the old lady around and it's his wife but she's like an old lady oh she's like a really old lady and, and he, he starts freaking out ah! and the next thing is he comes flying out of the window oh and he lands on the car and his head goes through the windshield and his son's in the car waiting for his parents oh, his boy. head goes through the windshield blood gets on the kid the kid starts screaming oh, jumps boy. out of the car he runs around screaming, Mom, Mom. All of a sudden, he stops at one point, and he's like right under a chimney, like a brick chimney. Yeah. And the chimney collapses on him and kills oh, him. Jeez. And, and that's the end of the movie. And I just remember being a kid, like, what the heck did I just <laughs> – this is great. Now, the thing is, I always thought that the old woman was Betty Davis at the end because she is in the movie. Okay. Uh, but I remembered it wrong because I watched uh, – the ending is on YouTube. And I rewatch it, and it's not. It's Karen Black in old lady makeup. So they're trying to tell you that the that the the house or whatever took possession of Karen Black, you know, turned her into the old lady upstairs. And then, oh, at the very you know, after the kid dies, the house starts to look like all nice and clean, and 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 like you know, broken shutters are fixed, just things hmm. like that. Okay. Um. So you know, you're left with the with the impression that the house used the, the spirits to to fix itself. To you know, they needed its energy or something like that. Housekeeping. It's creeped the hell out of me. <laughs> oh, I've never heard of that one. I think it was the first time I ever saw a kid die on screen or something. Oh, the old wow. chimney fell on him. Jeez, that's that's horrific. <laughs> yeah, I, I I advise you to go on YouTube and watch these the endings of these things we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the the scariest film that I remember is a movie called Salem's Lot. Are you familiar with that one? No, but it's a Stephen King book, right? Movie? It's a Stephen King book, yeah. And, uh, you know, to this day, that, that stupid movie frightens me. Frightens me. I, I went on YouTube just to kind of, like, look look up some scenes. And, good Lord, the scenes are still freaky. Like, the things I, I was afraid of as a kid, like, even as an adult, I was like, ah, oh, I don't like this. So the, the whole, the, whole the, the funny part of the story is that um, my mom was working. And uh, my, my dad, you know, made dinner for my, my, myself and my brother. And he, he made a food I wasn't fond of. Like, he cooked liver, you know. So yeah. I was like, oh, my liver, you know. And, and, then, uh, and then he puts on this film, uh, Sam's Lot, which at the time was, was a TV series. And I starred the guy from um, Starsky and Hutch. I forget his, his name. Um, anyway. Michael Glass or something like that? Um, that doesn't sound right. Might have been the other guy then. Yeah, the, the blonde-haired guy. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't know his name. Yeah, okay. Anyway, um, so... David Soul. Yeah, there you go. So um, th- there we are in, like, the living room. You know, we, we're, we're eating out there. You know, there's a liver on my plate, and my dad's watching this scary movie. That's that's the real horror of the story. I tell you, li- liver and onions. It was, it was, it was very scary. Um, and so I was stuck because... I didn't want to watch the television because I was getting scared, but at the same time, I didn't want to look down on my plate. So I was, I was stuck, you know. And then, 
my dad's getting mad at me because I'm not really eating my dinner. So it was this whole like like experience of my dad getting mad, forcing me to eat a food I didn't want to eat, and watching something on te television I didn't want to see. But but other than that, there's a lot of scary scenes in that movie, and to this day I. I saw it as a kid, and I I never watched it again. And this is from a person like I actually don't mind watching scary films, you know, like The Boo, right. those you know jumping kind of movies. I'm okay with those. That movie, I cannot bring myself to watch it one because it's just it's so many bad memories. I mean, there's a scene where, you know, um, so basically the character and this young boy, uh, he goes back to his old town because there's vampires there. And, uh, you know, obviously he's trying to eliminate all these vampires. And I think he gets to one of the head vampires and he's, you know, trying to stab him. And in the far corner, you can see these other vampires like slowly crawling towards them. And it was just that that visual that really messed with me. Because nowadays when you watch like a movie like Blade, you know, it's like a quick, I'm going to stab you in the heart and you're dead. To kill these vampires, you have to have like a stake and a mallet. Like you had a pound that sucker in them to to kill them you know so it wasn't like an easy quick death this was like you really had to fight for this one so i mean it's it's a it's a pretty scary movie i mean uh, i probably still wouldn't watch it again but for its time period again it's funny when i was looking up all these movies and i was looking at the years these are all man they were all in like the late 70s and i probably watched them all when i was like six seven years old which is probably like the biggest mistake because you yeah. know my daughter's 14 i was like no you're not watching this freaking walking dead stuff and she's wow. that's why she's a well-adjusted kid <laughs> so yeah these these movies are just uh yeah the late 70s and the 80s movies they were just because and because i think they were such low budget and low effects like it seems more real than now and you know, there's probably some 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 CGI in the Halloween movie you saw, and even the slashing stuff. I mean, we're probably desensitized to it at this point, right? Because we've seen such horrible things on film, um, and depending on your occupation, maybe in real life. So, yeah, these these older movies are just just freaky, man. Uh, so, yeah, I never saw Salem's Lot. Like I said, I'm not a huge. I don't watch Stephen King movies. Like I never seen Christine. Never saw uh, the Pet Cemetery. You didn't see Pet Cemetery. Never saw Pet Cemetery. Uh, the ones I've seen are The Stand and It, and because they were both on TV. Okay. And I watched The Langoliers, but that was dumb. That was scary. Okay. Oh no, I did see The Mist. The Mist is really good. Mm -hmm. That's uh, yeah. So when it comes to Stephen King, I, I like Shawshank Redemption. That's Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very scary though. <laughs> okay. Do you remember a movie called When a Stranger Calls? Nope. Okay. Now, the biggest part of this movie is probably the first 10 minutes because I don't remember anything past the first 10 minutes because okay. I turned it off. But it's got probably the scariest first 10 minutes of any movie. Is this the 79 any, version? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's the original version because okay. they did remake it recently, yeah. fairly recently. Um, so basically, it's about a babysitter no who's, who's babysitting the kids and the kids are you know upstairs asleep or whatever. Right. And she's sitting in front of the TV, you know, reading a magazine or whatever. I think the boyfriend might have been over. I don't remember. And the phone rings and she picks up the phone and it goes something like, are the children okay? Or check the children, something like that, right? And they hang up. And the first couple of times she freaks out, she runs upstairs and she checks the kids and they're sleeping, they're fine. And then, um, so they keep calling, they call a few more times and 
she starts getting freaked out. She's like, stop calling me. So she calls. The police says, um, you know, someone keeps calling me. And they're like, all right, well, we'll, we'll monitor. And if they call, we'll trace the phone call. Right. Right. So she gets the call again. She's like, oh, I told the police. Blah, blah, blah. Are the children okay? And she stopped <laughs> checking on them, right? Oh, whatever. She hangs up the phone. And then it rings again. And they pick up. And, then, and she's about to yell. And she's like, you know, whatever her name is. Like, so-and-so, this is the police. The call. It's coming from inside the house. So she runs out of the house. The cops come. Turns out the kids are dead. Oh, yeah. And then I think the rest of the movie, she grows up and then has kids and like it repeats or something like that. Well, who was the one calling? I don't know if they ever. I never watched the rest of the movie. Oh, (laughs) so I don't know if they ever. Yeah. So I think that I think that is unsolved. And then when she grows up and has kids and and they, you know, it happens again to her kids, I think. And then they figure it out, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Have you checked the children? Who's freaky dude? That's... Can we ever saw that? No, never heard of it. Yeah, never heard of it. Yeah, I... and yeah. Carol Kane was the woman, the girl in it. Carol Kane. She's a. Uh, she was on Taxi. She played Laka's wife. She's in. Oh yeah. She was in. Uh, what's that Christmas? Prince Bride, wasn't she? Oh yeah. Yeah, she was, she was uh, Ma- uh, Magical Max's wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then she was in uh, Scrooge also. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, but are the children, have you checked the children? <laughs> but the best part is, the call, it's coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know if that would, they did do a remake of it. I wonder if it worked because, you know, I now think that was caller very, ID. Yeah, you have caller ID, you have cell phones. You know, that was dependent, I think, on them having what you call it. L- low tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see the review, but I remember it was. <laughs> yeah, man. I remember reading this website where how many horror films would be solved if only they had a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, but there, there was something about the late seventies and, and the eighties where moviegoers wanted to see teenagers getting cut up and, and mutilated. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, yeah. So I'll tell you a funny story about a horror movie. Can I do that? Yeah. All right, so uh, it's Friday, uh, not Friday Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. Which, even if I watch one now, it's kind of—I I feel like it's kind of goofy. But when it first came out, it freaked me out. Oh, did it? And we had watched it on video. We had rented and watched it. At the time, we had one of my cousins was living with us, and he—I was sharing a bed with him. We had two two um, twin beds, like separated, you know. Sure. And we were lying in bed after we were watching a movie. He was in his bed, I was in mine, and I couldn't sleep. Like, I was just, like, freaked out about Freddy. I was afraid to get sleep. Right. I must have been 10, 11, 12, however old. Probably 12. I think it came out in 84. So I was even 11 or 12. So we're lying in bed. And my cousin's like, you're right. I'm like, I don't think I can go to sleep. I'm afraid. He's like, I don't be all right. And he, I go, no, man, I'm freaking out. He goes, he goes, just relax. It's fake. It's fake. Don't worry about it. So I close my eyes. He's just go to bed. So I close my eyes. And he goes, and my cousin goes, what? What is this? Wait, what's going on? And he goes, John, look. I open my eyes. I look over. And he's got his hand up, but he's got, like, drumsticks up. <laughs> like they were Freddy's claws. Okay. And I just went, ah! <laughs> I started screaming. And my brother's right in. started laughing at me. And my cousin turns the light on. And he's holding the drumsticks in between. It's actually more like more like Wolverine's claws than, right. than Freddy's claws. But I was <laughs> so freaked out by it. 
I'm like, you son of a jerk. I'm like, ah. They're laughing and laughing. Awesome story. Did you see uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? What did you think of that? Oh, yeah. I, 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 I loved all of them. Well, I, I take that back. I remember, like, in the first one, there was one called Dream Warriors. I don't know if it was the second or third one, but I, I, I love that to death. There was a, a time period when I was in high school when I was really into, like, scary films, um, Serpent in the Rainbow. Um, what's the one with Pinhead? Oh, that was a freak. Um, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Serpent in the Rainbow was a real freaky one, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. That's that's an, a it's young voodoo, Bill right? Pullman. It's a zombie film. Oh, it's oh, no, voodoo. It's a zombie film. It's voodoo? Voodoo. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, that that movie freaked me. But I, I loved it. Like I said, I was in that time period of getting obsessed with watching those kind of films. But uh, yeah, the, for some reason in those late 80s, it, it, it's very different than those late 70s films. Those late 70s films, they scared me a lot. You know, right. uh, Hellraiser and all those other things, they were interesting, like Phantasm and stuff. Um, it was, it, it didn't have the same kind of fear in my head that let's say Amityville Horror or The Omen had in my head. The, the closest film I can say past the 70s is The Conjuring. That's probably like the first modern film where I watched that movie and uh, uh, like in, in the movie theater, I, I was texting my wife and I was saying, this was a bad idea. I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> and uh, I, was, I was scared. And I remember I watched it on a Sunday night and then Monday the following day, you know, I come home from work and I park my car in front of the house. I look at the house. I look at the clock and I text my wife, hey, are you almost home? She's like, yeah, I'll be there in five minutes. I said, oh, I'm going to sit here for five minutes. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, we, uh, the MVR I had never seen, but it was, it was, it's weird. I mean, you know, Papa was huge back then because. As a kid, I shouldn't have known anything about Amityville Horror, but I knew about it. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. And there was, I think it took place on Long Island or something. And I had a, I have a brother that lived in Tom's River mm-hmm. at the time, I think. And there was, I couldn't remember, I can remember the story exactly. Like they, they used a, a house that was in Tom's River or there was a house in Tom's River that looked exactly like it. Something like that. But I always made this connection with my brother who lived in Tom's River, New Jersey to the Amityville Horror. Even though I'd never seen it, it freaked me out because my brothers had seen it. They'd tell me, "Oh, the walls start to bleed, oh and all God, the flies yeah. attack the." Yeah. The, you know, I'm like, "Oh man, that sounds awful." <laughs> I am never going to see that movie. When I was a kid, my 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 neighbor had the book, and I asked, "Hey, you know, because everyone talked about it at that time." I said, "Can I borrow the book?" And again, I was a kid, and I started reading that book, and it's probably the first book. So there's a scene in the movie itself and in the book where the guy is walking past like the fireplace and you know by the fireplace there's this like a uh, little statues and stuff and the statues bit him right and i clearly remember as a kid i read that part in the book i took the book i threw it across the room i said f that i am not reading this anymore <laughs> and uh gave the book back and uh then eventually i did watch the movie and stuff and that movie was terrifying you know like I remember when the door would kind of move and it said, get out. I was like, I am getting the F out of that house. If my house started talking to me like that, I would pack the bags and leave. But these idiots (laughs) stayed, you know? But uh, that that was a scary film. Was that statue seen in the movie? Because I'd never seen the movie. Uh, I think so, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. Because I, I think I remember them showing, like, the bite he had on his leg. 
But I think oh, okay. in the movie they don't actually show him getting bit. I think he just says like "ouch" or something like that, and he he pulls up his pant leg. And then uh, Ryan Reynolds did a like a remake of the movie, right? Um, which was actually it was actually okay. I, I met him. I can't remember who the leading lady was, but they were in the, the it was like the Wizard L.A. Comic Con, and he was there promoting. Oh the film. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he a handsome man? That dude's cutie. <laughs> he's tall yeah so uh, no that like that's super- that's a scary film and even the look of the freaking house looks freaking scary too oh yeah yeah because like you said in new york in that area there you'd see a lot of similar houses like that i would not buy a house that looked like that i think it was long island it took place on right avenue of long island yeah it was yeah kind of where jaws was filmed i think or where jaws oh, supposed okay. to be taking place now, um, aren't aren't the the couple in the Conjuring based on the people that investigated the Amityville, the paranormals, whatever they are? Um, aren't they related? I, I think so. I did read into that that they were. I don't know if they were the prime investigators. All I remember is that over the years they tried to debunk that it was truly haunted, but a murder did take place in that house. Right. But I think the reasoning behind it was, I think, something like they were blaming that he was possessed versus he was just, you know, a guy that was not all there. Oh, I see. Yeah. So the, the walls didn't bleed or anything like that? No, I don't. In the movie, it did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But all no, right, that's, so that's, that's They need to burn that house down is what they should do. Well, I don't, I don't know that. So this we should Wikipedia, not Wikipedia, Star Wars, <laughs> Wikipedia. Well, the funny thing about the Conjuring, the reason why I was able to get over it so quickly was because that movie takes place in a very specific house, and I said, well, I'm not in that area of the, of the country, so I guess I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> you know, so I was able to get over that one pretty quickly. Funny. All right, so another movie I remember. And this is probably the only slasher movie I remember like bits and pieces of it yeah but it's sleepaway camp have you ever heard of it no like i, Wait, I avoided... you've watched really obscure scary movies for a guy that doesn't like scary movies i'm telling you that they're on you know wpix and wnw i just sit there and watch it all day right and um so with sleepaway camp i don't remember a lot of it but it, it opens with like i think like a father and his two kids a boy and a girl are like on a lake or something like that and they're swimming back to shore or something, and they get run over by like a speedboat dragging a, a water skier, and the father and one of the children die. Hmm. And then you kind of fast forward a few years, and oh, so the the, the, the daughter Angela, it's Angela and Peter are the kids. So Angela moves in with an like an eccentric aunt who has a son, uh, Ricky already. I think it's Ricky, and so they're kind of growing up together. And then this is the funny, this is the weird thing. So she sends them away to camp for the summer. And she sends them to the camp that the accident happened at. Okay. Which I don't know why you do that. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, um, Angel's like a teenage girl now. And, you know, her cousin Ricky is, you know, they're roughly the same age. But, you know, as what happens in these movies, these teenagers start getting murdered. Nobody knows what's going on. The only reason I remember this movie and can separate it from any other movie is the twist ending. And again, spoiler alert. <laughs> so at the end of the movie... She's kind of, it's nighttime and she's supposed to go swimming with this boy that is like interested in her. Like people are being murdered and, you know, it's not like they empty the camp out or anything like that to investigate. But <laughs> <laughs> so it's nighttime, they're on this dock and the guy's like, oh, we're going to go swimming? She goes, take your clothes off. He's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts getting undressed 
and then it's a cop and another guy. They they find one of the campers and they think he's dead, but he's not. He's still alive. I think it might have been Ricky, actually, the cousin. Okay. And they're carrying him back like to the to the to the to the log cabins or wherever that they sleep in. And they hear a scream and they go running toward the log cabin. This girl comes running out. She's like, "It's so and so, and it's awful." And so the cop goes in there and goes, "Oh yeah, that's pretty bad." So they found the body. I guess of someone that was killed earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they they flash back to the, not flash, and they do a little flashback of the aunt, the eccentric aunt, welcoming Angela back to the house. Mm-hmm. She flashbacks to the uh, Angela arriving to the aunt's house. You know, when she's t- adopting the or whatever, take care of her. And the aunt's just like, oh, it's going to be so great having a little girl in the house. I've always wanted a little girl in the house. And since I'm divorced from Richard's father now, I could never have another little girl. In the-. And she just keeps saying this. Oh, it's going to be great. And she goes, why would I want two little boys in the house? I already have Ricky. And Right? So she says all that. And they're like, okay, well, it's like a weird flashback. And then they go back to the dock. And two of the campers who are looking for other people are like, hey, look, we found... Angela and she's sitting on the dock and she's naked and she's rocking back and forth and she's singing a song to herself and she's stroking the hair of you know the, like the boys lying the boy that was with her lying in, a, in her lap and she's stroking his hair right she's singing the song and they're like hey Angela and it's funny because the kid's like it's got like this Brooklyn accent like hey Angela I, really, I immediately thought of who's the boss <laughs> he's like hey Angela you all right <laughs> wow and they go hey Angela Angela and he stands up, and Angela turns around. She's naked, and then she turns around toward the camera, and she's got no breast, and she's got a penis. Oh. And, and the Brooklyn guy is, she's a boy? <laughs> <laughs> and then she just starts, you got to see this thing on YouTube. She starts screaming, and her face is like, ah. Like, it's so bizarre. Like, wow. it's funny now, but back then it freaked me <laughs> out. I was like, what? And then they flash back to the to the mom or I mean the aunt and she's going it's going to be wonderful to have a little girl in the house don't you think so Angela and Angela is such a pretty name Yeah, I think it means angel and that's what you are you're an angel is that right Peter and then the, little, the kid looks up and looks at his aunt and you're like <laughs> so Peter survived but the aunt raised him as the girl ah. you gotta watch that scene on, on, on YouTube dude okay I'll check it out Sleepaway camp, right? Sleepaway camp. Sleepaway is one word. Sleepaway camp ending. And the boy's face at the end when he's discovered it, he's, he just, and that's how it ends, like, just zooms in on his face, like, screaming, like, this weird primal scream. Oh, my that's gosh. Against, like, oh, my weird. gosh. That sounds awesome. <laughs> that might be one of the reasons I, I stopped watching those. Because two other people. <laughs> I don't need fine game reveals like that in my life. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, jeez. Uh, all right. Well, you got another one that freaked you out? Or? Uh, I would say that the only other film I can think of that, that really messed with me was The Omen and, and the second Omen 2 when, when Damon's a little bit older. I was totally going to say that. Yeah. Ooh. freaked me out, man. Yeah. And I've oh. been waiting for him to show up. <laughs> okay, so why did it scare you, the element? Are you talking about the first one? The first one. Okay. The, first yeah. one, the second one is pretty freaky, too. He's growing up in the second one, right? In the second one, he's he's a little bit older. I think he's at, away at like a boarding school and stuff. Oh, okay. I thought it was yeah. Sam Neill. Maybe that was the third one. Yeah, I think that's when he's like the president. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only one that freaked me out, kind of like in the same way the X is freaking out, because it kind of makes you believe in, in a devil. 
Oh yeah. And, and you know, the, cause I mean, at that age, even if you go to church, you don't usually know a lot about revelation and stuff like that. Sure. And I was very steeped in, in, in the revelation and the, in the antichrist. And mm-hmm. it, it's funny, even now, you know, I'm wondering, Oh, is this, is this leader to the antichrist? You know, every once in a while I'll pop into my head when, when the new awful person, world leader comes around like, sure. what if it's him? Yeah. I mean, not so much now, but I remember when I was younger, maybe in my twenties, I thought more about it, mm-hmm. you know? And everybody's always calling like Obama was the Antichrist, and now I'm sure Trump's the Antichrist to people. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure everybody, everybody at one point or another believes the current leader is the Antichrist. Sure. But yeah, it was freaky because it's of uh, how this little and the little kid that the actor was awesome. The way he just portrayed like all these people dying around him, he was just like chilling. Yeah. Like you know the nanny is the nanny the one that falls. Yeah, the nanny falls. The nanny's. I I think it was like Damien's birthday. And yeah. she yells out Damien, and she hangs herself in front of the whole party. Oh, did, did oh, she no, say no, 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 that's you? somebody else. No, then don't they say this is for you or something like that? Yes. Is the nanny the one that gets knocked off the ladder like by his tricycle or something? And I think that was the mom. Oh, yeah, the mom. And who yeah. gets beheaded with about a glass pane? Uh, that was the priest. Yes. Good lord, this movie was scary. <laughs> and you're right, someone. And don't they show the hanging in a shadow, right? They said, like the body swinging back and forth? In, I, in yeah, because I remember it, there was an instance where the priest was taking photographs, and anytime there was like a line passing through them in the, in the photograph, that is kind of how they would die. Oh, okay. And the priest saw like a line going through his neck, you know? Right. And, and so he tells the dad, hey, you know, you need to stab him in the heart with these. Uh, it was a special a knife. dagger or something, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, God, that's a freaky film. Freaky film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie, The Omen, The Exorcist, when you see kids, and especially when you're at, at that young of age, a lot of those things in your mind thinking, well, this is this could be real. This is what it's like, you know? And the fact that, like, evil had a way of just hiding itself from a lot of people. Right. You know, and it was only the father that kind of understood. But to think, God, you're, the son that you have is is like the devil, and you must murder your own child. I mean, that's bizarre. And how the movie ends. You remember how the movie ends? The father can't do it, right? Well, uh, he's going to kill Damien. No, no, the police the police shoot him. Yes. In the church, right? That's he's right. He's to kill his son. Yes. Yeah. And at the very end, there's a funeral with two coffins, and you assume that Damien's there. And at the last second, he turns to the camera and smiles, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, because you think the father kills him before he gets killed by the police, I guess? Yeah, yeah, because it was a funeral, and there's two coffins there. Yeah. Oh, that's Greg- that Gregory Peck was the father. Yes, yes. Atticus Finch, yeah. Oh, my God, that's so good. And the Omen, too, the reason why scary is because Damien realizes that he is the Antichrist right. when he sees... Um, I can't remember if it was his classmates teasing him or something like that. Or he read someplace that you had to look for the, the, the 666 mark on your head. And I remember him running to the bathroom and he looked at it and he sees it. And you know that, that you know, like you can hear the orchestra playing, yeah. you know, and he realized like, oh my God, you know, and I swear as a kid, dude, I went to the bathroom, took out a mirror and I was looking for that, <laughs> fuck. oops, darn it. I look for that tattoo on my head. It's like, oh, whew, I'm good. Wait, so you had for a brief moment thought you were the Antichrist? He had a check. <laughs> How do you know? He didn't know. He didn't know until he was in a teenager, so, you know. That's that was a disturbed kid. <laughs> what would you have done if you found the sixes? Oh, my God. Well, I, I'd probably cry. 
It's like the Joker's wild. You're pulling your hair away. You're like six, six, three. Oh, uh, woo! <laughs> 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 woo, man, six, six, three. Dang. <sighs> so close. <laughs> so close. <laughs> oh, that was pretty fun. Oh, gosh. I, yeah. can just, I can see you in the mirror pulling your hair away and the music, the orchestra's getting da-da, like the first <laughs> six appears. Da-da, the second six, da-da. And you're like, oh, oh, three. Wah-wah-wah-wah. <laughs> 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 it's all right, guys. I'm not the devil. <laughs> six, six, three, baby. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, the only one was a freaky one, too. I didn't, I didn't enjoy that at all. <laughs> Yeah, nowadays when I think of like scary movies, like if you ask like um, maybe the younger generation, they're more into like Saw and uh, but those movies to me is more like gore, you know, how much blood you can see or how much stuff you can actually see like someone getting chopped up. Um, it's just very different than like these late 70s, early 80s kind of movie where it was more of that um, supernatural kind of fear. Right. Yeah, you're right. And you don't see a lot of that. Well, maybe it's making a comeback now with The Conjuring and stuff like that. Yeah. The Conjuring movies are huge. Yeah, they're quite popular. Uh, yeah. The Annabelle, because it's a whole universe ad now. Conjuring, Annabelle, and uh, The Nun. Yeah. Um, so maybe they're making a comeback. The Slasher movies never really kind of went away, but they're remaking a lot of a lot of stuff we watch. When we, I mean, how many Friday the 13th remakes are they doing Halloween? Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, how far away they they did the new nightmare, you know, within the past ten years, I think, for Freddy. Right. So, I don't know, and that's what made Scream. Like I watched Scream, I never considered Scream the horror movies because mm-hmm. they're, they're definitely slasher. But that's what made them so good is because they kind of they kind of you know uh, pulled apart the the genre and, and in their own way made you know they 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 honored it, but also made fun of it in the same same way. Yeah, I think in the last maybe ten years, the 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 scary thing is. It's probably the zombie. The zombie culture was really, you know, it's obvious on its way out and stuff. But I mean, it was pretty influential. I I would say that. Well, how long is long is Walking Dead be on TV? I would say the last decade Nine, or so. Yeah, yeah. And stuff going on. Well, it's funny that. that we went through that that weird thing with the with the vampires. Like they they moved away from being horror to being like sexy things, you know, yeah. like True Blood and and uh, what's that big one, Twilight, right. And vampires have become like the sexy thing where people like want to beat vampires. Sure. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, uh, even the one with um, Kate Beckinsale. Oh, Underworld? Underworld. I mean, they yeah, even right. made that more of a um, more action thriller versus horror. Yeah. I mean, they even made werewolves sexy in Twilight, you know? Oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm waiting for the sexy Frankensteins. <laughs> <laughs> so, you never know. Yeah, so they got zombies, and so now they're going back to more of that psychological horror. And I think that's what scares me most, more than the slasher film. I, I mean, I, I don't like the jump scares, but I also think slasher films are boring, you know? Yeah. It's like, all right, so she's going to die in some horrible way. He's going to die. Like, I saw the first Saw film, and it was all right, but it's, uh, what do they call that? Uh, torture porn, almost, you know? Mm, right. Yeah, yeah so, it's, it's more of a challenge just to physically sit there and watch it happen on screen. Right. You know, it's it's like a train wreck, but it's it's no different than watching a TV show like Dexter, you know, where he was a murderer and they did show some graphic things. But right. it, I wouldn't I don't really classify that as horror horror as the, the ones that we just mentioned. Right. Yeah. Now, did you see um, what's your opinion on Split by M. Light Shyamalan? 
Would you consider that horror or? No, I would say that's more thriller. Thriller. Yeah. 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 See, I think there's got to be a a line between thriller and horror and slash horror, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. How would you define a horror film then? Well, uh, geez, that's a good question. I think it, well, horror film has to be, I think you're right. It has to be some kind of supernatural element to it. Uh, maybe so. Because I'm going to tell you, when I watched The Conjuring, dude, I there are some scenes, not only did I jump, but I remember there are a couple of scenes where I actually said out loud, like, nope, 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 <laughs> don't want to look at that. You know, I mean, it was like I had a hard time watching things because it really messed with your head. And right. to me, that's horror because I was, I was fearful, you know, like it, that fear affected me. And that's why I consider a horror film, unlike... Um, like like Halloween over you know what I watched over the weekend, I I know they're considered horror, but even to these sta- today's standards and like this movie that you know recently, I didn't find it scary. To me, it was it was an homage to the older film, but it actually felt more slasher like to me. Right. Well, it's getting it's getting reviews like it's fixing the the series or it's doing something to the series that's making it better oh probably so yeah because there is one like when um he goes to space i think or i don't know it was just it's weird (laughs) oh no that's friday the 13th oh oh, that's right yeah jason space yeah Uh, all right so i pulled up and this is i don't know how good this is but it's it's rotten tomatoes top 10 horrors because and i'm only doing it i don't like doing lists yeah. Unless we're making our own list. But I, I pulled up to see, well, if we can define what makes a horror movie a horror movie. So okay. I figured if we looked at the top ten, maybe that will give us an idea. Sure. Now, these are going by Rotten Tomato scores. So a lot of them were – well, in the top five, <coughs> there's two that came out fairly recently. Okay. So I'm just going to – not you know, not, not we're building any kind of suspense or anything like that. But number one – for number one, with a 99% tomato meter, whatever, mm-hmm. is Get Out. Get Out. What? Get Out, which came out last year. Wow. Okay. Did you see? Did you see it? I did. did I didn't think that was scary at all. Movie? It was. More... I didn't think it was a horror movie at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was more what? Uh, that was more thriller. I thought. I mean, it was more. It was like psychological thriller. I guess. Right. But not. I didn't find that scary at all. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. If anything, that move was messed up. The it little was girl was enticing like young men to go and make out with her, and they'd wind up like murdering them. And right. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I, I didn't see it as hard. Nothing about that movie scared me. Right. Um, but it's number one, ninety-nine percent. Okay. Second one is the Cabinet of Doctor Kellargi, which is from nineteen twenty, which neither of us saw. Right. Um, critical consensus is arguably the first true horror film. Oh, okay. So that that might be why I got such a high rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Quiet Place. Oh. Number three again. Oh, so they're going by ratings. It's almost, yeah. Well, yeah, and it's almost as if it has a yeah. But why is it even listed as a horror movie? You mm, know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So it's like oh, because there's a weird looking monster or alien in it that makes it a horror movie, I guess. Okay. You know. Hmm. I mean, I watched The Quiet Place, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know if I'd call it horror, though. No. <laughs> uh, this is one I've never seen. I feel like I should have watched it at some point in my life, but I've never seen it. Psycho. Oh. Have you ever watched that? I did. Uh, horror? A little bit. 
A little bit. I, I wasn't well, fearful. Only, you know, okay, so here's this thing. I, I, when I made my list about horror films, I kind of wrote down films that kind of like really mess with my head. Right. That's and why I, would I, say, I would say Psycho's there because how do, you, after, how do you watch that movie and take a shower without closing your eyes? Right. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think the more psychological stuff is, I think you and I are on the same page when it comes to that, how we define horror. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's more psychological. Now, this one, number five, is King Kong. I don't see horror no. in King Kong. 1933 King Kong. I wow. love that movie. Sure. So maybe horror, just if it has a monster in it, it's considered horror, I guess. I guess for its time for them, maybe it was considered scary. Yeah, 1933. Maybe. Yeah, like, oh my God, it's a humongous monkey. <laughs> yeah, taking over. Yeah. Uh, number six is Nosferatu, a symphony of horror from 1922, nope. which I, I believe is one of, the, one of the silent era's most influential masterpieces. Nosferatu's eerie gothic feel and chilling performance from Matt Shrek as the vampire set the template for the horror films that follow. Okay. Uh, something in 1965 called Repulsion, hmm. a Roman Pulaski film, Okay. follows a schizophrenic woman's descent into madness. Hmm. Hmm. So that sounds psychological. The Bride of Frankenstein. Wow. Great. Okay. Yeah. From 19... There's no... Oh, 35. Here's one which is debatable. Alien from 1979. Hmm. So the cool thing with Alien for me is that, like, for example, Jaws, The Omen, there are always these musical cues to know something bad was going to happen. Right. Aliens never did that. <laughs> Aliens would just go boom, you know, out of nowhere, and you'd, and you'd be like, whoa, what the heck? You know, but horror, I don't know. Well, my thing is this. If you put Alien under horror, don't you kind of have to put Jaws under horror too? That was under my honorable mentions, actually, Jaws. because As a horror movie? Well, yeah, because it, it played with me psychologically. I mean, I can't go in the, in the ocean without thinking there's a freaking shark underneath my feet, even okay. though I could be in a lake. <laughs> <laughs> you know? All right. That's huh. weird. I would never put Jaws under horror, but okay. Yeah. Yes, I don't know where I stand with Alien. Uh, number 10 I don't know where I stand with Alien okay and then there's Night of the Hunter number 10 from 1955 uh, Chile, a child hunting preacher the Night of the Hunter is a disturbing look at good and evil hmm yeah, right? let's see Rosemary's Baby have you ever seen that I did is it freaky and now let me tell you about Rosemary's Baby the, this movie oh I like that was a good movie actually that, that was a really good <laughs> movie uh, what was her name Anne I don't know Mia Farrow, sorry. Right. Mia Farrow was a star in that one. And the reason why that movie was what I thought was good, I think it was probably the first movie I saw where the bad guy won. Does he win? I don't know what happens at the end. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so basically Mira Farrow is pregnant and she's living in this apartment building. She's married to, I think, this up-and-coming actor. And he just wasn't hitting it, wasn't getting hired for anything. Then all of a sudden he meets these neighbors and all of a sudden he gets these jobs and he's getting picked up and he's becoming more successful and the neighbors are really involved with you know um, helping her get along with her baby and giving her like these nutrition drinks and things like that but uh, apparently they're trying to I guess she was supposedly carrying like the devil's baby is what it was okay now well because they were in a cult or something right they were in a cult and so yeah spoiler alert at the very end of the movie well they win so she actually had the devil's baby. 
Ooh, that's freaky. Yeah, it was yeah. That's that's a very good movie. I like that one. I think they made a second one too. Oh, maybe Rosemary's Adolescent. <laughs> 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 All right, now here's one from 2014 I never heard of. Uh, oh. the, Baba, the Babadook? Oh, Babadook, yeah. You've seen it or you heard of it? I've heard of it. Relies on real horror rather than cheap jump scares and boasts a heartfelt, generally moving story to boot. Hmm. Uh. Wow, okay. Uh, the Babadook. Babadook. Well, I have no desire to see it if it's that scar. <laughs> I'm scarred. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, let me see. Let me just quickly go through this real quick see this this is the thing this is what i wanted to go over it so we go over what we consider what's considered a horror movie and i feel like they're all over the place you know they have the invisible man frankenstein which i get it follows which came out in 2015 i think that's about like if you have sex i don't know something following but like you oh yeah that's a that's a fun film (laughs) oh you saw it it follows yeah that yeah we're actually we're I think at one time we were thinking of doing that for the Hidden Gems podcast, but yeah, supposedly it's like, it's like the spiritual STD. If you have, like for example, if if you are that person, then I believe people come after you to kill you, and the only way to pass it on to someone else is is to have um, sexual intercourse with them. So when you have, part was that. With a certain person or with someone? With anybody. So let's say I have it and I sleep with a, a, a lady. She would have it. All those evil people will go after her. The catch uh, is, though, if she dies, then it comes back to me again. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so you, you have sex with them and you have to try to keep that person alive until they have sex with someone else? Well, that was the thing. After I saw that movie, I said, boy, their strategy was way off. If yeah. I were that person and, and like, hey, we need to work as a team versus... You know, they're kind of doing things individually and stuff, so. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. All right, but then they have Jaws, which I, I don't agree with. Uh, mm-hmm. Aliens. There's no way Aliens is a horror movie. No, that was, that was definitely sci-fi, sci-fi action. action. Like, yeah. See, that's number 19 on the list. <laughs> Hereditary, which just came out, okay. which looked freaky, which I'm not going to see. Invasion of Body Snatchers, that in the Living Dead. Freaks from 1932, Eyes Without a Face, The Witch from 2016, Evil Dead 2, uh, Peeping Tom from 19... The Birds, yeah. Oh, The Birds freaked me out. <laughs> I think I think to this day, I don't, I don't like birds. Like, I don't like pigeons. I like birds of... <laughs> I like the big birds of prey, like hawks and falcons and eagles and stuff like that. Sure. But I hate a pigeon. I can't stand pigeons. <laughs> and I can't hit... I can't... I'm like the smaller ones. I don't mind a cardinal or a blue jay, but a parakeet or a canary, I don't want, some, I want nothing to do with them. Right can't stand them <laughs> all right and then finally which is something i totally disagree with the silence of the lamps oh no that's straight up thriller yeah and i love that movie there's yeah. no way that's a movie so yeah so anyway i i you know i started reading the list so maybe we could figure out how to define what a uh, what you call it is horror yeah and i'm just even more confused than i was before <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, we've we've seen some uh, some scary movies, man, and apparently I have seen some that have stuck with me for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, let's not do this topic again next October. Let's figure something else out next year. <laughs> yeah, funny, not so fun. Uh, I mean, scary, not so scary movies. Right. You can do that, like Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, I, I, usually we say that was a fun topic, but no, nah, I don't want to revisit that. <laughs> I think next week's going to be even freakier. But we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll save that one as a surprise. We'll see. Okay. All right. Alan, I have Yo. some grosses to give uh, out. 
All right. Gracias is how the demon vampire Nosferatu used to say thank you. Right on. Um, so I want to say thank you to those people that favored us on Anchor this past week. Uh, we have the No Name Dude. Nope, sorry. No Name The Dude. No, that's what I said. Okay. But if you're the dude, don't you have a name? I'm confused. <laughs> uh, Jim Bim 121. All right. Oh, he enjoyed our podcast on Back to the Future. Young Toe Ring. <laughs> I don't know. I don't name these kids. Right. These kids and their names. Yeah. And I think that's it because Brothers After Dark, we already talked about. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, I got it. What was that? Good. Oh, sorry. I got a couple new followers on Instagram. We got Alpha Film. Hello. Welcome. Uh, Timmy Swagga One. He's got Swagga. Yeah. We got Olivia NK99. How you doing? Welcome. How you doing? Uh, check this one out. Count Chocula One. Love your cereal. <laughs> Indiana Jones Black Order. Oh. Huh? Yeah. There you go. Welcome. So yeah. That sounds welcome nefarious. <laughs> All right. All right. And you did some polls on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I did a lot of polls based upon, you know, the topic today, obviously. Uh, starting off with, what would you do if you saw Michael Myers on Halloween night? And we got here, Gina Box says, run, Forrest, run. Garage of Gain says, high five. Whatever. Sugarbug says, kill him. There you oh, go. Oh, jeez. Family Heart Fun Food says, not much I can do. He will not stop till he is finished. That's pretty accurate. I would just say I loved you in Wayne's World. (laughs) Uh, Dr. JPT, tell him he's wearing a William Shatner mask and humiliate him to death. There you go. Uh, Let's see. What is the other poll? Uh, Who scares you the most? Was it Mike Myers or Jason? 62% went to Mike Myers. So he's Mr. Scary. Uh, Let's see. Did you agree with the Rotten Tomatoes score on Halloween, which was at 81%? And uh, let's see. 71% said no. I kind of agree with that. I don't think it was that high. I I mean, I walked out giving it maybe... uh, It was passing. 70? 70% maybe? What's what's failing on Rotten Tomatoes? 50? Like, got to be 50 or higher or 60 or higher? Uh, Maybe, yeah, when it looks green. Something like that. Uh, It could be. I don't know. I was I was less, but I was entertained, but I wasn't scared. I mean, there right, was probably so like two jump moments, but I'd even jump. It'll be certified fresh in your eyes, just not that fresh. There you go. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. The next poll is: Did Halloween movies scare you? And eighty six percent said no. Yeah, this is. It was definitely not a scary kind of movie. So I like the original. Okay. Then we have here: uh, What is the scariest movie you've ever seen? Gina Mobox is Rosemary Baby. Yep, I agree with that one. Big Stupid Podcast, Salem's a lot. That movie, as I've said, scared the poop out of me. Filipina, said the exorcist. Filipina. <laughs> Garage of no, Games. Wait, it's you. It's Philippine. Dude, if it's, is it spelled P I N O T? Filipino. No, it's like the wine, Pino. Oh, Pino. Oh. So say it again. Filipino. There you go. <laughs> Garage of Gains says it. That's a that's a clever play on words, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor J says The Exorcist. Yeah, that was a scary one. Um, and then I, then we went. I went a little bit off movies. I just p- plainly asked, "Do you believe in ghosts?" And ninety percent said yes. With a follow- yeah, with a follow question, 
Have you ever encountered or thought you've seen a ghost? 83% said yes. What? What? So, um, yeah, pretty interesting stuff. Pretty, uh, Yeah, very interesting stuff. When the scary stuff in the movies start blending with, with reality, I, I think that's when you start to freak out a little bit. Yeah, that's that's when the freak out comes. Yeah, a horror movie to me is a, is a movie that stays with me afterwards. Yeah, that's. I think that's the best way to describe the horror stuff. It messes with my mind, man. You mess it with my mind. <laughs> so Halloween made seventy-seven point five million this weekend. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, how Second much did Venom is- make? This weekend? Uh, no, for the month of October. Cause yeah, cause Venom got like highest grossing for the month. Venom was it? Is currently at it made eighteen over the weekend. It's currently at worldwide four hundred sixty-one point eight million. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Yeah. We are on Anchor FM, Nerdemy, Instagram, Nerdemy, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Nerdemy Podcast. We have a website, brothersandarmchairs.com, where you'll find our buddies, Enter the Nerd Zone, Fat Guys on Little Coast, Stuff You Don't Need to Know, and Defenders of the Realm. Rate us on iTunes, please, five stars. And uh, that's about it. Okay. Do you have anything else? I'm good. I'll see see you uh, next week. (laughs) (laughs) I need to go to church and get some holy water now. Uh, I need to find some God myself. (laughs) All right. Till next time. Michael. (laughs) Peace. Peace.